Oh, brother. I am tired. I played 18 holes of disc golf at Clinton Lake this weekend. Oh, yeah? And it was a very intense game, so I was you know, really putting my all into it. And my whole upper body on my right side is just fucked. And my feet hurt as well, which is brutal. My point being, I'm very tired, and I got to get to bed early tonight. Plus, the maintenance man is coming in the morning. Like Santa Claus. It's like Christmas. You going to leave a set of wrenches out for him? <laughs> yeah. They are uh, replacing the filters and also our back door, our screen door, which is broken because you might have seen this when you were here. It always... Wait, 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 wait can I guess? Sure. You heard the ice cream truck and it went sprinting through and leaving a Jordan Wolf shaped hole in, in the screen door. Yes. As you went, yeah. Yes, precisely. <laughs> no, um, it always flies open with the wind and it'll just, we'll just be sitting there and then you'll just hear, it sounds like someone's trying to come in. Does it sound like the intro to the box? Like, yes, or do you okay. you want to come out here? <laughs> uh, and I guess after. 467 times banging into the wall as far as the spring will go back. It finally broke and now it won't shut. So they're going to come fix that, I guess. They last time they came and fixed something, it was the same guy they're sending and he replaced our AC very fast and it works very well. And it's like a really high tech thing. So hopefully he comes and puts in a high tech screen door. A bunch of, I want to get a smart door. Okay. They made the smart fridge. You see they're making the smart AirPods case. Why does everything have to be smart these days? I don't want to live in fucking... Did we not watch Smart House growing (laughs) up? Did we not learn the dangers of everything being too smart? I want a smart door, damn it. On my way out the door in the morning, I want to stop real quick and read the morning news. Click on the latest headlines. (laughs) I thought you you just wanted it to be like an automatic door. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we're cooking. Now the idea of an automatic door in your house, like at a grocery store, if it only was activatable from the inside, so like you could nobody could come in, but if we're going out, it would just... Or, or better yet, the doors in your house, like bedroom doors and stuff. That'd be pretty sick. I, I, they, they they should do that. I, will, I, will, I won't lie. Everything everything back to pocket doors, but they're all automatic too. I think, I think this is just Star Trek. Again, it's Smart House. <laughs> Disney Channel Smart House 2002 they figured it out. <laughs> it was not also not to be confused with Monster House which was sort of the uh analog version of Smart House. I uh, no, I think it was like the spiritual version of Smart House since he was like yeah, wicked demons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie was fucked up show to like 9-year-olds. Oh yeah, like that and Coraline, like back to back years. It was just like, what are we doing? <laughs> Anything with uh, what's that fucker's name? The fucker with the the weird fucker, Tim Burton. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big Tim Burton guy. <laughs> no, that guy's a fucking sicko. Yeah, no, he's a creep. I mean, he's probably a very. He might be a regular guy, but he's a no, no. He's he's a sicko. <laughs> he's deranged. What do you think? His house is dead. The walls are all painted black for sure. Oh God. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the 72nd episode of the Long Relief Podcast. 
I got nothing for 72. I'm, I don't. The 72 might be the least relevant number out of all the numbers from zero to, or from one to 99. See, I was going to go with uh, Carlton Fisk because he wore it the longest in MLB history, 13 years. Um, wow. But, but then I saw the number one overall pick of 1974 you're gonna say eric fisher i know yeah that's what i just realized uh, as you're literally hitting yourself in the head that's what i just realized <laughs> um but the number one overall pick in the 1974 nfl draft was edward jones but his nickname or as people called him like his football reference page too tall jones okay how tall do you think he was george because he was too tall i'm gonna guess that he was like five six no okay how tall was he he was six foot nine as a defensive end. That's actually okay. too tall. <laughs> well, you got to be you got to be honest that it was either he was going to be six seven or taller, or he was going to be below five ten. I was really hoping he was going to be like five four. <laughs> there's nothing funnier than that, or when there's a really big guy they call tiny. It's classic comedy. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I thought you were going to say Edward Jones, the financial guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he did after his career? Uh, I'll, I'll have to check. I mean, he did win a Super Bowl, so he, the bonus money should have helped him start something. All right. Well, so did Eric Fisher, so I guess they're tied. Oh, wait a minute. What the hell? So he was drafted number one overall in 74. He retired in 1979 and then came back in 1980 and played till 1989. <laughs> well, yeah, he had a year that he, he took a gap year to focus on his mortgage-broking firm or whatever the fuck they do at Edward Jones. I don't know. He did – he did better once he came back. Yeah. Why? What was he doing? Did, was there a war? Was he? Was there a war at that time? In 1979 for one year? No. I don't know. There could have been a conflict. There was you think, you was think at 28 years old, he said, I'm joining the war effort. Pat Tillman did it. He's too to be in the war. That's true. That's a good point. He's too tall. That's why. He went, and they were like, what the fuck are you like, doing? Whoa, 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 dude. <laughs> like, you tried to sit down in a tank? They're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome in. We've got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, the NBA playoffs are in full swing. Right now. Of, what? Right now, as we talk. Yeah, they are. Yeah. There's a couple games going on now that we won't know the outcome of, but I feel like we know – the vibe of those series regardless you know unless there's an injury but we got all that to talk about decent amount of football news surprising amount for the offseason the last week so we'll touch on some stuff there and some baseball topics as well that i've got uh of course several other things i'm sure we'll discuss but i think the first topic of discussion tonight has to be the warriors and kings because draymond green is out of control what are we going to do to stop him I mean, he's just going to get suspended for sure. I mean, Sham said he's not. Oh, he didn't? Wow. Sham said he's expected to not get suspended, which I don't know what that means. Also, it's funny that Shams and Draymond are both represented by Clutch. That just shouldn't be allowed. Shams and Schefter and those guys having agents that are shared by the. That's like, that's like, that's like using uh, PEDs in the scoops world. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Uh, no, I mean, we need. Between him yelling at the crowd and the Sabonis thing, obviously, which was the biggest part. Oh yeah, I don't care sh- about yelling. I don't care about yelling at the crowd. I, I've I have been a long time believer that there should be we're overdue for another mouse at the palace, but also that you should be allowed to punch one fan a year as a player. Well, shit, as we'll get to later, that almost happened with Russ. I know the Suns game. Uh, 
we need to shut down Draymond until we figure out what's going on. Because after that, and after the things in the years past, and after, I don't know, it gets to the point where that's part of his game. And yeah, just you, being a huge dick, really. I, I mean, it's kind of what he's built his brand on. Part it's, of me, part of me respects it, but also part of me is like that. He should, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. You shouldn't just be allowed to cause a big ruckus and then get, you know, it impacts the game. And I lost, so I guess I don't know what that says about my argument here, but I don't know. That's just be sacrificed to the bean. Yeah, true. I saw somebody say that Sabonis should have lit the bean with his foot, like he should have gone up, gotten up on the scorer's table. And, oh. <laughs> uh, as for the actual basketball of the series, I mean, Draymond, if he gets suspended, that's kind of huge, but also they lost twice with him. So, I mean, the King, the Kings are just too, the Kings are just better than the Warriors. Jordan, what would you have done if I'd said that last year? Uh, I would have laughed at you. Since <laughs> I would have laughed. And I don't know. It's the Kings went into these playoffs thinking, I don't know, like the Kings are good. They've had a great year, but you know, is are the, were they a regular season team? I, I don't know about their chances to win a title or whatever, but you're right. They're better than these Warriors, and that's not, I don't think, what very many people expected. I think, if anything, there was going to – people thought the Kings would win one of those first two games. Like, yeah. people figured that maybe they'd split going back to the Bay. And if anything, now I'm wondering, will it go back to Sacramento? Will they just sweep? I don't know. Fox is taking the leap in front of our very eyes. I feel like Sabonis – He's kind of already taken it, even if nobody's given him the credit for it. Simone's is a great complimentary piece. So I mean, yeah. I don't think he's doing it. I don't think he's doing anything new. I just think he's in the right in the right fit. I think yeah, I think he's been this good. I think now it's just translating to wins. But yeah. Fox Fox is turning into a dog. I mean, we'll see. Yes. <laughs> they have to play if they have to, if this Kings team plays the Lakers. Oh my god, against the face of Lakers losing Malik Monk. That'd, That'd be, be amazing. I guess one more thing on the. I guess the Warriors. What four? What what happened to four? What happened to Clay? Oh my God! If they get swept, that is going to be so bad. I, mean, I can see it now. All it's the gonna... Clips, Kings, and what Clay? Four, four. <laughs> that and I can see it. Seventeen point nine seconds on the clock. Fourth quarter. Kings are up by seven now. Everybody knows it's over. Game four somebody for the Kings at the line or whatever. And it's almost, it's reminiscent of the LSU, Iowa. Someone is going to go up to clay with the fours. Yep. I, uh, I hope there's a Kings takeover in, uh, in uh, Oracle arena. I really, I really do. I, fans, I think they're passionate. Kings fans they, travel well. I, I think that they have, they've had a lot of time to save a lot of money. They can yeah, afford it I mean, down to the Bay. <laughs> they're cashing in all those flyer miles. I mean, Hey, road trip in, you know, it's it's a long one. I mean, it's a haul, but if you it's it's a trip worth remember. You know, it's it's worth it. You know that you know. There's a lot of Kings fans right now saying, "We know this. The, the getting back to the playoffs is not guaranteed." <laughs> you know what's funny is there's a lot of fans of teams out there. Here, let me. I guess I should say that I should double double check this before I talk out of my ass here. Sacramento to San Francisco. I'm going to see how many, how long it, hour and a half drive. Oh yeah, you got to do that. We'll you call it even maybe call it even two hours if you're talking about getting to the arenas. There are so many fans out there of teams that drive longer that to get to just their own team. Yeah, there are so many fans in like Wyoming of Nuggets fans. There are so many like I don't know Northern Minnesota fans, and there are so many fans in Maine of the Celtics. It's out of I don't know. <laughs> My point being. 
this series is a lot of fun, but it's kind of sad that that is this maybe the end of the Warriors run. I mean, we were saying that about what three years ago, and then they won another title. (laughs) They have to pay Clay Thompson fifty million dollars. They sure do, and Curry. Well, Steph, obviously, you know, part of me still kind of thinks Steph is going to go to the Warrior or the. (laughs) That'd be crazy. Part of me thinks Steph is going to play one year in Charlotte. Maybe Although now that Mike, now that Michael Jordan's not there, that kind of changes it. But it's from there. But I don't know. We kind of got lucky that the Warriors, that Moses Moody, James Wiseman, and I mean Kaminga's pretty solid. But we kind of got lucky that those guys didn't really turn out to be much. Yeah. Imagine if they had Lamelo. Gee, I, imagine if some, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have a big. But yeah. They don't have a big. They don't have Wiseman now. They don't have a big now. Look! Look how it's going. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's I don't know. Sad, I guess, because just logistically, it seems like this was their last year to maybe make a run, and for whatever reason, it didn't happen. But well, I guess then we can just move on to the next series because the winner of that, the winner of Kings Warriors, will face the winner of Lakers Grizzlies, which a very captivating game one. I I loved it. Some would say two games worth of action crammed into one. Yeah. The Rui went off. Austin Reeves went off. Anthony Davis remembered that he's Anthony Davis. I I got a question for you, though, Jordan. Oh, no. You didn't. You don't like Hillbilly Kobe? No. What's wrong with Hillbilly Kobe? I don't. Spare me the the any really comparisons to Kobe. How about him? Why not the hill? I guess there's already been, there's been, I guess, really a thousand white mambas. Yeah. And then, I mean, you got like, uh, you already have a LeBarn James out there, that Amish kid on TikTok who just has apparatuses to play basketball on his farm. Doodads. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, fucking doohickey the other day. (laughs) It's funny because I forget, someone said, I think it was, it might have been Stephen A. I don't know why I'm remembering that. It said that Austin Reeves reminds him a lot of Gordon Hayward. It's funny because I am not a comparison guy at all, but I watched that game and I was like, wow, he plays a lot like Eric Gordon. And if he yeah. had that kind of career, that would be awesome for the yeah. Lakers to just have found that guy in the second round. Like that's oh. crazy. Cause he, well, he's going to have to get paid, but the Lakers can pay him practically whatever he wants, like within reason. So yeah, I think that'll happen. And I mean, the Lakers are going to have a lot of space this off season. So well, I don't he'll be cheap. He'll be cheaper than Tyler hero. Well, yeah. But regardless of what goes on the rest of these playoffs, I think the Lakers right now, with Rui playing well, with Reeves playing well, it feels like the Lakers are on to something. And it's funny because there's only one more year of LeBron after this, so we'll see what they do. But am I wrong for saying that this series, I don't want to say feels over, but it feels... Well, it depends on Ja. Yeah, true. That's part of it, is that he doesn't have a broken hand, they said. Probably still not great, but I don't – I wonder if the Grizzlies – I went into the series thinking that the the Lakers had an outside chance. Yeah, because Steven Adams – What? Yeah, because Steven Adams is out for the whole series. Right, and I watched that game and i was like wow the lakers are going to just cruise and i know it's been one game so i'm very stupid and i'm just i i'm apprehensive on this because i feel like i'm setting myself up for the you're in your paul game. you're in your uh paul pierce era oh i think it's over yeah they're gonna lose by 25 points next game and it's gonna be awesome but 
I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I don't, you know what? No, fuck that. I'm going to not walk. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. I'm going to say it. The Lakers can win the title. Oh, I mean, yeah, they can win the title, but like, I, like, uh, I, we did this at the SB tier before. If we did that with the NBA, you know what? Let's do that. Maybe after the first round, once we kind of, I'm not, once we, it'd be a pretty boring first round though. So, I mean, I don't know. I basically let's do that once we don't think of it just right now, five seconds ago on the fly. If the Lakers, if there was an S tier, I feel like the Lakers would be in it right now, and I wouldn't have maybe put them in that before that game one. That's how strongly I felt about that game one performance. Any rebuttal? Uh, what are your thoughts on the? I'm not going to give my opinion on so I don't sway sway your opinion, Your Honor. Uh, what are your thoughts on the people who think that we need to get rid of the charge now uh, due to Ja and Giannis's injuries of trying to jump over a man trying to take a charge? No, they shouldn't get rid of it to the point where you can just be a running back like Giannis. But at yes. the same time, you shouldn't be able to just – if you can get to right outside the restricted circle first and plant your feet, then that's not, oh. that's not good defense. That's a charge. Yes, but – it's a, it some, causes a turnover. That's good defense. But there are some instances where a guy drives to the rim. Let's say Giannis gets past his man, has to like go up to the rim for a dunk or for a lay-in, and some big guy who was switched off of his guy, who's wide open now, like playing. This guy's playing bad defense to come sell out and try to take the charge, and he gets rewarded for it. I feel like that's not. Yeah, reward for putting your body on the line. Imagine in, in front of the freight liner. That that is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, uh, you're not. I, I, I watched Kyle Lowry make a career out of taking charges from big men, Jordan. You're not gonna you're not gonna sway me at all. The I charge, don't agree. I don't agree. It needs to stay. Well, the point is, do you want people to play in the paint? Do you want people to play above the rim, or do you want people to just shoot threes all day? Do you want people to just stay and take and take the blocking foul anyway as and try to disrupt the shot so that way a guy doesn't get an easy dunk and you resolve nothing overall? Anyway, you just slow the pace of play down? I don't know. I don't have that strong of an opinion on it. I feel like it's not great now, and so something should change, but I don't know what it is. Maybe we should have a second. Shorten the shot clock. Maybe if we have a second in-season tournament. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Lakers, Grizz, that one's interesting. We'll see what Shannon Sharp has to say in game three as well. I'm sure he'll be courtside oh, in God. some expensive, ridiculous sweater. Uh, Nuggets, Wolves, anything? Nothing. Just The Wolves might win one game or something, no, they but won't. I don't think this is No, any... they won't. Does Kat... When does Cat request a trade? That's my question. Same time Damian Lillard does, I guess. No, no, I don't think it's. I don't. I think Dame is an anomaly. I, I like think Kat, once he, I think once he gets the uh, after the, after Game Four, and someone hands him a piece of paper with Rudy Gobert's contract details on, he goes, "Oh fuck no." Cat, ha- let's see what Cat's contract is because I would imagine he has a couple years left before he can hit free agency. And so if he tells them like, "Hey, I fucking don't no," like he's got it here. he's got quite a few years. Oh shit! Oh, so he's all fine. He's already signed his mega contract then, and so he could be like, "Hey." Eric Blood, so I don't want to be here. Trade me. It would He's going to be making $62 million in 2027. Carl Anthony Towns is going to be the NBA's first $60 million man. 
I don't think he'll be the first. I think he is. What will LeBron get paid next? Not this upcoming. Summer? He signs short-term deals, so he he can't get up to these levels. LeBron's first, his first, his max contract is based on what he made the previous season. It'll be one hundred twenty-five percent of whatever he made that season. He would be making the final year. He would be making fifty million. He's making fifty right in his final season right now. This, this season right now, uh, 2022, 2023, he's making forty-four. Next year, 2023, 2024, he's gonna make forty-six, and then he'll make fifty. He'll make sixty-two point five. Will be the first set, unless the salary cap. He does, he's not under contract for that next year. When he signed, although I guess it'll probably. He's be just lower. gonna sign a one year. It'll probably well, probably be lower because he'll probably leave the Lakers. I guess, but someone, exactly. Steph, play that Durant. Someone will get their point. Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't. Probably, I don't. I think with Curry's uh, Dame is probably close. Who? Dame. Right Dame now. is about to make. Dame is about to make fifty. Curry will be receiving an average of fifty-three million. Um, How the hell did Towns get that? High? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's insane. That that means. Well, I mean, he has to get traded because, well, because hey, no one's going to trade for Gobert at least for a fair market, at least for a market value. Because Gobert is about to make fifty million a year too. Yeah, I mean, trade cap for five first round picks, you break even. You do you remember Mike Conley at one point was the highest paid player in NBA history? Yep. Because it just that's the way it lined up. That's probably just what happened with Cat. Is that like he's just the first guy based on whatever year the escalators hit? I, where... I think it's just because LeBron Smart didn't sign a long term mega contract. We signed four years at the Lakers when you went there. Four years is the max. Five years if you stay with your team. Exactly. Is the maximum you can sign for. Because he's he, the only the only team he's re-signed with long-term-wise is after his rookie deal with the Cavs. Right. He went year for year with the Heat. Yep. Yeah. And then back to the Cavs. I mean, back to the Cavs, I think, for four years and then. It was funny because he was clearly never going to leave, but he was always like, I, you, be, you better you better shape it up. You better, yeah. you better, keep, better keep it tight around here. He uh, had the option. <laughs> other, other game in the West, the one that hasn't started yet, but it will be played by the time this comes out. Suns Clippers. Interesting. I wish that we would have seen this one last night, maybe before we recorded, but. Either way, I'm intrigued because the Clippers stole game one, so. Stole? Stole. I mean, I feel I just say that because they're on the road. Oh, they flat out just won that game. Well, yeah. I mean, the Suns the Suns are the perfect illustration of the superstar trade dilemma, where if you, you want a superstar, you want the guy who's like a top five player in the world, but you have to sacrifice all of your depth and all of your flexibility for it and happened the most notable example i can think of the nuggets traded for or they traded carmelo to the knicks and they got back gallinari wilson chandler a bunch of a bunch of guys and when Melo went to the knicks that first season and i mean they never ended up winning anything they ended up being a good team these are conference finals but that team could have used gallinari they could have same thing with the lakers it was like wow they really could use julius randall huh or they could really use brandon ingram they could really use lonzo ball so that's what's happening right now i guess and i don't know it's just weird because it it felt like going into this that it was the suns have the stars so they'll win and then game one it was oh the suns only have stars that's why the clippers won yeah very surprising cp3 can't lose in the first round with with kd because is KD the best player Chris Paul's ever played with? Probably. Uh, he's better than Blake ever was. He's better than 
Yeah. Anyone in New Orleans? I mean, James Harden. Did he play with prime Dwight Howard? I forget. No. James Harden in Houston, I guess, is No. Harden Houston versus current KD, I feel like is similar. But either way, the the most legendary player of his career he's been with, he can't lose in the first round of them. It'll be over. It will be so jover. Yeah. KD, too. Also, at the same time, this would be a huge ding on his legacy. I don't think so. If he lost in the first, okay. he played. He played. This is this is what his ninth game. I shouldn't uh, with the Suns. I, I shouldn't say it's a ding on his legacy. I should say it's a lost opportunity for him to get legacy points. I know to Durant famously. You 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 seen the tweets right? Yeah, where he was like tweeting at like a, re- a regular guy, like said like he worked at Best Buy or something. He's like, "Did you have a good day at work? Oh, that's points off your legacy." <laughs> If Durant wants legacy points, yeah, he can't lose in the first round. I don't know. Call me crazy. You're crazy. If Because then years from now, more so with Chris Paul than KD, but people will be like, remember when they lost in the first round to the Clippers with no Paul George? I, I think I think it's very clear that this is not like KD. The, again, the, the game one was his ninth game with the Suns. I mean, like, come on. he's He's barely on this team. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. It, well, to my point that it's a missed opportunity to, if they did even, I'm not even saying win a title. I'm saying if conference finals, it'd be like, wow, Durant really had a, he had a great first year in Phoenix. They're going to, you know, versus if they lose in the first round now, it's like going to be like, eh. I think it's going to be a wow when they have a healthy KD. I don't know. The Clippers are just good. They're just a good team. Yeah. Kawhi is, Kawhi has transformed back into, you know, a top three player on the planet. No, the past past month, not a top three player in the playoffs right now. There has not been a hotter basketball player in the NBA the past month than Kawhi Leonard. Kelly Oubre. No, well, no. <laughs> you know when people always say if you could pick one player, no injuries, and people are always say like Derrick Rose, or they say guys who like. If Kawhi truly never had injuries and was always at that late San Antonio, Toronto level for, yeah, and he was still at that level, and I would imagine one or two more years before he started to decline, he could. I think he could have been in the goat conversation. I think so too. I was saying it at the time when he won the title in Toronto, and then when he went to the Clippers, I remember saying if he wins the title in LA, three titles, three teams, that's the greatest gun for hire in NBA history. Right. I was like, if he if he wins one in L.A., that's tough to argue with as like him not being at least in the GOAT conversation. Which, I mean, maybe he'll win a title this year. I mean, he's no Tracy McGrady. Did you not see that? No. Uh, there was a, the Athletic did an anonymous 100 NBA player poll asking who the GOAT is. I believe 58% said Michael Jordan, 40-some percent said um, – LeBron, and then one person said Bill Russell, and one person said Tracy McGrady. <laughs> that was Tracy McGrady got in the survey. <laughs> I think it was active players. I think it was they, no, they accidentally sent it to him. He's still on the <laughs> email list. That's that's awesome. People, yeah, I, I I am also joining the call. Yeah, like I demand the release of the names. <laughs> I need <laughs> to know who said Tracy McGrady. <laughs> I need to know who the Bill Russell old head is too. Because who? I mean who? That feels like a Patrick Beverly answer. I want to say that whoever picked T Mac was trolling. I want whoever picked T Mac. LeBron probably picked T Mac. 
<laughs> LeBron for sure picked Mike, but yeah, I, it will be funny because I bet T-Mac is like in that range of like, if I was trying to think of who is like the worst player that like you would believe maybe somebody in a crazy way could think T-Mac of. is definitely up there in that it never had injuries conversation. Right. And people, if you see, I don't know. yeah, we need to know. Raptor legend. We got to know. Uh, one last thing on the Suns, boy, I know this is, again, what I was just saying about trading all your role players, but they really could just use a guy like Cam Johnson, who yeah. played very well for the and Nets. Bridges. And Bridges, true, obviously, but the next series, the Nets, because they played all right, and it felt like for a while that they had a chance, and then I would feel like halfway through the third or so, maybe, the 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 Sixers just kind of pulled. Away. I mean, their record is so front loaded. It's so stupid. Their what? Their record is just so overinflated. Oh, yeah. I mean, their team is just full of like dudes. I think I said this on the pod, maybe that they have like five fourth options. Yeah. Which is better than having like a shitty team. But <laughs> I don't know. They have, they're like, what if we built the entire team out of three and D wing players? And that's and Spencer Den shitty, which by the way, that, that he will never recover. He, I'm afraid he will never recover from pretty Spencer good. Den shitty. Anytime someone schoolyards you, it's pretty good. What's better, Spencer Den shitty, which is what Kyle Kuzma said, or Spencer Dimwitted, which is what you said once on our podcast? I mean, I did. I mean, I think mine's better alliteration. Is, is Kuzma a listener? Maybe if so, Kyle, come on the pod. <laughs> uh Embiid boy it's it really feels like Embiid knows this is his moment this is his perfect chance and I don't know if you'll be able to hear that on the podcast I knocked on wood but as long as his body holds up yep I don't know who's stopping him right now little guy named Austin Reeves I don't know who's stopping him that's not wearing a black and white striped shirt (laughs) and by that (laughs) It's funny because oh oh we forgot to mention legacy game uh, tonight yesterday for the listener uh, Scott Foster has the Suns game tonight he is fourteen and zero when playing against Chris Paul in the postseason in his career oh, so legacy legacies are on the line tonight tonight is the Super Bowl so go back listener go back in time bet on this bet against the Suns t- yesterday Ooh, I'm gonna do that here once we get off recording um, Harden is Harden again which is awesome, I think, because I was banging that drum before he went to Brooklyn. That might have even been on this pod as far back. I I don't remember because he was in Brooklyn for fucking 30 minutes. I don't remember when that was. I was saying you've got to team up Embiid and Harden. That duo is so fun, I think, when they're clicking. Yeah. And to see them both playing very well, it's like they're like the ice climbers in Smash Bros, where they're playing almost completely in complete synchrony. And who would have known, of all people, that James Harden was maybe taking it easy during the regular season? No. That he would turn it on when the games actually matter. That was the funniest part to me is that, like, all season I felt like, oh, he's going he's gonna to turn it up. And then game one, I, it just felt watching him, it felt like he all season was on 85% speed and now he just turned the toggle up to 100, which is – I respect it. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts? Uh, Jock Vaughn, salute. Jayhawk. Aaron Miles, uh, salute. 
Is he on that staff too? I think he's in Golden State. Oh, well, sure. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, any other thoughts on Sixers Nets? Uh, no, I mean, that's another one. That's just, it's it's already over. Yeah. Uh, here's another one that's already over, but not in the way we thought. The Heat. Oh. The Heat cruised past the Bucks. I'm kidding. That series is not over, but that was crazy. Did they win? The Heat beat the Bucks. Huh. Right. I mean, Giannis was injured. That's they right. 130 I was, I was, to 117. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the Celtics Hawks for some reason. I was like, no, they didn't. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean the Heat. What do you, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's still gonna be a gentleman's sweep, but we'll see. I would agree because I would agree because they're optimistic Giannis will be back for game two. Yeah. If he's back and because he went out in like the second, he went out early. He went out early. I feel like that series it's weird because now Miami realistically, if they they can just look at it as hey, if we win in Miami our three games at home, we're moving on. And we've been here before. Not literally, we were in the bubble, but we've been in this situation before. And so, and, and at the end of the day, I didn't really think about this at all going into the matchup at all. This is an A1 coaching matchup. Spolstra, Budenholzer, this is Andy Reid, Belichick. That's pretty good. This is, the, the Heat have a chance here. This is a this is a chess match. So let me look at the box over here because I wrote something else down here. And it might be indicative of a larger point that i think i made at one point a couple weeks ago but no never mind i was gonna bash chris middleton i was gonna say where the fuck was he he had 33 points i don't know what i'm fucking (laughs) i'm an idiot he's only plus one though so what does that tell you my point was gonna be that i don't was chris middleton is gonna get horribly 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 overpaid this summer i don't know by who might be the bucks but Tyler hero also banged up as we mentioned yeah, I don't know. Off that, if that's all on that one, you already mentioned Celtics Hawks, but I don't. But I mean, that's already your. Oh, oh. Actually, permission to sound off. Go ahead. Is Trey Young actually that good? No. Were we all tricked by that one cool performance in the Garden? We are all tricked by a fluke Eastern Conference Finals run because, as we speak, the Celtics have already won 119 to 106. I didn't watch a second of either of these two games, and I don't think I needed to. Dude, yeah, they, no, I did. I didn't. I saw. I this is it's 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 already over. The series is on NBA TV. They know it's yeah. over. Pretty soon, they're not even going to broadcast. It's only ESPN Plus uh, crew guys are the are the ones commentating it. They don't care. Is it is Trey maybe just he's a great shooter? I'm sure he's a he's a dynamic scorer and stuff. I don't think I think we need to firmly escort him out of the star conversation he's he's he doesn't he even will not be he can't be the guy he's not he good enough to be sniff. the guy he, he will be sniff. a great complimentary piece whenever he yeah. gets traded yeah i mean yeah i feel like at the end of the day also just that hawks team is not gonna work no i would blow it up if you're the Suns, do you trade do you uh try to trade chris ball for trey young why would the Hawks do that? Draft capital? Oh, uh, yeah. If they, yeah. Blow I it mean, up. Ah, no. I would rather probably keep Chris Paul because you still have to pay Trey a lot of money, even if he's not actually that good. 
Yeah. I was saying for years, Trey was going to end up in OKC. So we'll see. I mean, they're paying Chris Paul a lot of money right now. No, I know, but Chris Paul is at least Chris Paul. You know, he's not necessarily worth as much as they're paying him, but I don't know. I think I, I think having another uh another shooter out there, because Chris Paul is like a great undeniable mid-range, but his three his three pointing is inconsistent. You're not wrong. Hey, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to sit here and tell you that Chris Paul is better than Trey Young. Yeah. I just don't know if they would do that trade. Especially, I mean, and if, if you're just a regular team, yes, but with them trying to win a title right now. Exactly. So. The Celtics, on the other side, there's no real way to criticize. I mean, they're doing exactly what they have to do. They're just taking care of business. But I, I'm curious to see what they do against a real team because the Hawks seem like they – the Hawks are a very streaky team all year, as we evidence. They were almost exactly 500 in every way, shape, and form. Yep. They had two good games in the plan, or one good game in the plan. I mean, they, I beat, remember, the, they beat the Heat. I Yeah, so I don't even – yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The Hawks should probably just blow it up, but I don't think they will. Uh, did you see uh, Kevin O'Connor, honor uh, junior bozo of the week, it was after the Bulls missed the uh, play-in. Okay. He, he tweeted, like, the Bulls should have blown it up at the deadline and tanked to get a chance at Wimbledon, yeah, and now they only have a 1.4% chance, and their pick is going to – shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Knicks-Cavs. This might be the most even series so far. Yeah, it's definitely the most enticing, like, first-round matchup. Um, Right now, let's see, it is... Yeah, yeah, I said that I said that it's the most even series and they might be down by 30. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is currently... Yeah. Uh, it is 88-64 Cleveland with 10 minutes left in the fourth. Let's go, Cleveland. But hey, New York won game one, though. So hey, Can you check how many points does Evan Mobley have? Evan Mobley! Live on air, folks. Let's see. Nine. He needs to score six more points. He's got nine and nine on 50% shooting, two blocks, two steals. So he's plus minus a 12. Darius Garland, though, popping off so far, 32 points. Wow, I should have bet on him, not Mobley. Yeah. Uh, Karis Levert, 22 on the bench, too. Look at him go. Well, Okoro, so though, Okoro, though, he must have gotten injured. Because hmm. he only played three minutes, and he has zero points. And He also kind of sucks. Well, he... He's a, he was in the starting lineup, so that changes. I mean, I think he's just a defender. That changes things because I mean, clearly it doesn't because they're up by tw- they're up by twenty four. No, I mean this win it changes things because when, before this I was like, you know, now it seems to be anybody's ball game, but now it goes back to the Garden, even with that kind of lead. Yeah, I don't know. Jalen Brunson isn't going to go one of eight from three every night. Crazy how Donovan Mitchell is having unproblematic sets. Whoa. Yeah, once he left Utah, yeah, I bet he does. I'm going to have to keep that in now for that joke. That was good. <laughs> Crazy how Donovan Mitchell is having unproblematic success without Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he's really soaking it all up right now. Uh, he's uh, Utah joke for <laughs> listeners. Uh, let's see if you can get for a cycle here. He's balling out. Every time I go on FanDuel and I try to like check out like a parlay or something, he has it's like he's always projected to score like 108 five, high, 45 points. And so 
I don't know. It's just very exciting. And I think they're a legit team. It it's weird because looking at the Cavs, I mean, like, yeah, I think the Cavs can win the title. And then you, LeBron's not on the team. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they're good. So if they wait, oh, so if they win, they'll play the Celtics, correct? Yes. That will be awesome. That'd be a fun, but hey, 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 it's a split series though. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. I know, I know, I know. But my, it, it ties back into, I, I want to see the Celtics play a real team. So that'll be yeah. exciting. That'll be exciting. That's uh, all the series, though. Any other notes on the NBA? I think the draft lottery is not for another couple of weeks. They do it no. in the middle of the playoffs. So. Yeah. That's going to be an awesome night, the Wimbanyama night. I mean, it's going to be better than the Zion night, yeah. Jeez. Um, I'm going to talk a little baseball here, a little football, Josh. Which way you want to go? Uh, it's, Which way, it's, Western, man? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go baseball. I'm glad you picked that because I'd like to announce a new segment on the podcast. It's called MLB Touching Them All, where I give you four baseball topics every week. It's similar, but not similar to uh, the MLB Fast Five or NBA Fast Five. Sorry, I've got COVID brain. I had COVID a year ago. Yeah. Four topics here for baseball. First one, Cody Bellinger returned to Dodger Stadium, got a warm welcome. I don't know if you saw. Did you see this? I did. Dipped his cap to the crowd, was waving hello. I'm sure reliving a lot of old memories and strike one. The ump called him for a pitch clock violation. What a loser. What a loser. What a loser ump. Because at what point? Because it's like, when do you, does the clock start as soon as you set foot out of the dugout? You have to like sprint into the box. I I got no clue. Like, because like you're not going to burn a mound visit to give a guy a warm welcome back you know but that's like that's the type of situation where you're relying on umpires to be normal human beings yeah they're freak robots exactly well we we wish soon but i said freak robots not you know robots no uh yeah a couple couple stats here for you josh okay we're we're on we're rounding second now give me some stats i've got two players here a player A and a player B. Okay. I need you. I want you to know if you can. I want you to tell me who's better, and I want you to see if you can guess at who these are. Player okay. A is batting 164 with three homers and an OPS plus of 98. And as you'll know, a stat I like. If you don't know advanced stats, here's a little tip for you. A stat I like: OPS plus, or anything with a plus on it, means it's rounded to 100 is league average. The second player is batting 216 with zero homers, but five RBIs more than the first guy in an OPS plus of eight. Who do you think is player one? Who do you think is player B? And who would you rather have? Player one and player B. Um, I mean, player one has to be Juan Soto. <laughs> wow. How'd you know that? I mean, it's just so you obvious. Seen the same tweet as me. There's only, there's only, so, there's only so many players in the MLB. <laughs> do you know who player two is by chance? Uh, is it who? It's CJ Abrams, who is traded for Juan Soto, who is having a comparable year, if anything, in his rookie season. Again, it is April. I know there are well over a hundred games left to play. <laughs> Mackenzie Gore has pitched three starts so far for the Nats this year, and he has a 3.00 ERA. So respectable. One other stat here for you, Josh, on our third one. 
I'm not going to make you guess here. I'm just going to tell you who they're waving him home. He's rounding third. I'm just going to tell you who this player is. MJ Melendez for the Royals. I was going to guess that, but okay. A lot. Of, everybody had really high hopes for him this year, myself included. He's not had a bad start to the year, more underwhelming. But if you dig a little deeper, MJ Melendez has nine hard hit balls with a launch angle between 28 and 37 degrees. Okay. That is the most in the majors. Uh-huh. Hitters across the league are batting 465 on balls at this angle and are slugging 1.782. But MJ Melendez is 0 for 9 on these hits. MJ Melendez is constantly hitting perfect, perfects, just line outs to the shortstop. Yes, yes, exactly. He's throwing his controller through the wall. <laughs> he is the most unlucky player in baseball, and I've seen a montage of it too. He'll just hit an absolute piss rocket to the warning track, and it's just right to the right fielder. Yep. It's just, I don't know. He's the unluckiest hitter in the league, and I don't know, maybe they should ban the shift even more. Yeah. Ban the warning track. Just wall. No warnings anymore. <laughs> uh, final one here. We're coming into home. We're sliding in. This is the part where you say safe. What if he's out? Well, he's I need to hear. I need to hear if it's a good stat or not to determine if he's in or if he's safe or out. With MLB expansion on the horizon, a group of financial billionaire capital, whatever, led by the former Jazz owner, is expected to pursue bringing a team to Utah. Oh, they're out. They're out. Which, which now brings the hey. But here, this is why I bring it up. One, because it seems like it seems legit because if there's a that rich of a guy tied to it. But that means there's three cities now on the horizon potentially that want teams: Nashville, Vegas, and Salt Lake. What happens? I guess does Oakland get the, the freeze Oakland out Oakland gets here? moved, definitely. Oakland's going to Vegas. Are they taking the possum with him? Have you seen the possum? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he's working. He's worked there for years, Jordan. We'll call this the Fast Five. We'll call it the Fifth. The possum is living inside the Oakland A's Coliseum in the press box, which is so funny. Since last season. Yeah, they let him stay. They they rent. Rent. Well, yeah, he's in arbitration. They got him. I mean, yeah, yeah. Have He's you been seen control for another four Oakland, years? Oakland, Jordan, I, I'd be living in the ceiling too with the press box. True, that's probably they probably didn't even fucking notice <laughs> that stadium is so shitty. They probably were like, "Oh yeah, there's been possums here for years." Oh no, that's a new one. Wait, wait our bad. They're probably, they're probably just sitting around being like, "What's Billy Bean up to now with the possum in the ceiling?" <laughs> Billy Bean definitely looked into pest control solutions for it. Like he definitely looked into exterminator. He's like, ah. <laughs> I'll just buy some traps at the store. Yeah. They got to the store. He's like, not on sale. Ah, I'll come back a different day. Um, Why do we like the possum, Jordan? Because it gets on base. Because it gets on base. Love it. We've got some NFL topics as well we can talk about. Josh, if you'd like to. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with the the funniest one of the week. Uh, Bozo of the week number one, Dan Snyder. Yes, the commies are gone forever. Maybe <laughs> we don't know because you saw the thing about the seven billion dollar offer, right? Yeah, that somebody a mysterious man who no one knows how he got his money submitted a seven billion dollar offer. And then they got like, now, now pump the brakes. It's like a, it's like a Great Gatsby. Sorry, we have to look, we have to look off in the distance somewhere 
where there's just a faint green light from the the the, the like airplane lights at the top of the stadium. Yeah. Where can you see them from in the distance, like across the across? Like, do you think it was Joe Biden? Uh, honestly, that would have been the move if he says I'm not running in 2024. It should be a federal. It should be a the the DC commies should be a federally run team. Like that way you have to. That way, when you're running for president, you also have to talk about how you're going to get Tyler Heineke back and improve look, the offensive line. Look, we've been running the 3-4 scheme for years. <laughs> it doesn't work without personnel. We're too DB heavy. We've got too many nickel safeties. Yeah, that one is funny. What's the other one? Lisa Rice into the mix, at least. Uh, probably the biggest news from the football world, Jalen Hurts. Got horrifically overpaid. I'll oh, say it. Come Fuck on. it. I'll lead. Oh, come on. Now, let me let me maybe walk that back a little bit to say it's not overpaid in the sense that he, he got paid what he got paid. He's, he got fair market value right now. But we can say anything in over- hindsight at the end of these five years. Right. It's it's yeah. It all, but at the same time, it's interesting to me that he got that money before Burrow, before Allen got the mega, mega money. Before I mean, Mahomes got the mega deal, but it's peanuts compared to what Jalen Hurts got. Mahomes on the league minimum. <laughs> Jalen Hurts got like, if you if you flipped it out, he got a half billy over 10 years if, if he got the same length as Mahomes, which yeah. you might as well have. It's not like Mahomes is, or it's not like Hurts is, probably going to go anywhere if you know unless he's bad in five years but yeah but people calling this a card the carson wentz deal is bad that's stupid that's jalen hurts literally just took them to the super bowl yeah but you know you know you you absolutely know joe burrow is licking his chops at seeing that contract though joe burrow is going oh and especially he's from cincinnati he's from Mm -hmm. ohio he's so marketable he's like the coolest guy in the world he is gonna get 10 years of 1.95 billion dollars calling you right now yeah <laughs> the market is gonna he might just get he might get an ownership stake <laughs> i don't know it's interesting because it's it's i don't want to i don't want to bang this drum too hard because i hate when people say this about the chiefs and Mahomes. but when you pay the quarterback gets a lot harder it's a lot harder to, to find other guys but the eagles are pretty good at drafting so you know cost management with rookies and stuff and their defense has been clocked up for a while. So I don't know. Let's see if we'll see what happens in five years. Yeah. We're going to pull, we're going to pull the audio from this in five years for the episode that week. It'll be episode. <laughs> well, that would be roughly five years. It'll be episode 300 something. <laughs> and Jalen hurts. We'll be live off. from studio B at that point. So right. Jalen hurts will be leaving the Eagles to sign a deal with the London brigaders. <laughs> <laughs> Pangeo probably reformed by then. So, you know, the travel issue won't be an issue anymore. Talking about one Mondo free agent storyline, major contract Jalen hurts to another one here. Blaine Gabbert will be backing up Patrick Mahomes next season in Kansas city. This is interesting because he went to Mizzou. I he's probably my least favorite player of all time in terms of an, he's the most annoying player of all time to me because in college he would play and I'm like this guy sucks. 
And then out of nowhere, Mel Kuyper's like, oh, you know, this guy's great. He's going to go top 10. And then with 10, I need to work on my Mel Kuyper impression a lot. <laughs> he ended up going 10th or 11th or whatever. And I was like, what the? I, I was in like eighth grade being like, I don't fucking see it at all with this guy. Lo and behold, he sucks ass. He's just Will Levis. I would rather have Will Levis in Kansas City if I don't know how that would work, but it's okay. I mean, he's been around for a while and he's decent. So, I mean, I knew we were going to get he's a backup quarterback. In turn, well, it's just, it's, I, I was hoping to get somebody a little more exciting, someone with a little more upsides. I don't know what a backup, Jordan. I would the, much rather have the gotten, best case scenario is Gardner Minshew. I would have rather have Minshew with 10,000. I would rather have Trubisky. I'd rather have. Any, You're putting any, too much weight into this. I would rather have Zach Wilson, though. Uh, another not signing, kind of signing, Allen Robinson to the Steelers. Yeah. Pick, uh, seventh rounder and a pick swap, I think. Yes, Josh, as a Rams fan, thoughts on the Allen Robinson era officially coming to an end? Uh, I mean, it was horrible. So, I mean, the co- only common denominator of this past year and all other years is Allen Robinson on the team. So, but without his sleeves, what are we going to do? The the Taylor budget hey, hey, is going the to seventh go round is prime for white wide receivers. Matthew That's Stafford already has a whole big board ready. We're going to find somebody at a Mount Union. <laughs> Uh, then, <laughs> Matt Saver uh, has some guy from FCS Southwest on his board that he is just dying to get in for a workout. Is Stafford playing week one? Yes. We getting Bryce Perkins. We're probably getting Stafford. Okay. <laughs> you were very firmly yes, and then uh, I know about the man. Then last NFL thing here, Demar Hamlin. Congratulations to Demar Hamlin on winning Comeback Player of the Year. Yeah. He has announced that he has been cleared for football activities and it I think has confirmed that he will be returning to the gridiron next year. Yes, he has. He has done both these things. That's exciting. And he confirmed that I don't, I don't remember what the term was, but what we thought happened happened where like it was the, his heart stopped because of the impact. Again, there's some term for it. I don't remember, but well, and he got cloned. Also true. Uh <laughs> Yeah, DeMar Hamlin is programmed to say that he intends to play again. <laughs> That's all I got for NFL, though. Before we get into riddles and stuff, I'm sure you've got some quick hits. I hope I didn't poach them all. No, no I've, I've, I've got a couple. You didn't, you know, you can't, you, can't, you can't bring me down that hard. I want to start off with my bozo of the week, though. Okay. Anthony Bass. Yes, I had, I had two ones written down, and this was one of them. I'm sure I figured he was going to come up. We'll go for 30 minutes on this. Yeah, sure. Why not? Go for it. Dude, what what was your first reaction when you saw it? I I saw the tweet when it was relatively early, when it was posted before there was a ton of hubbub. And even I was like, what? And then later I went back and saw everybody dunking on him. It's, it, it, if you're unaware, Anthony Bass, a guy with a 7.1 ERA for the Toronto Blue Jays, he tweeted... The following, the flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up a popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. And the photo he attached is 
a child with an iPad and there's popcorn all over the floor of this plane. Yeah. So yeah. Pick up after your kid, man. Right. That's <laughs> if, if, that... if you, if you're worried about your pregnant wife uh, traveling with two children, hire a nanny. Yeah. He's in the MLB. You're in the MLB. <laughs> I think the, I think this is the most, the most rational response is just, I don't know, just fucking figure it out. Just pick it up. They didn't ask you. They didn't ask her to wash the plane. <laughs> the, the problem with this thing was that this was the, the convergence of three awful people. And I don't mean the kids. Anthony Bass was ridiculous for tweeting this. Yes. This is at most something you send in a group text to a couple friends or something. Yeah. Or, or like, yeah, yeah. DM the customer service person. Right. Or maybe, I mean, realistically, this is something you bring up you in conversation. You're like, dude, yeah, this guess what happened the other day Two, the wife should have just figured it out instead of running to her husband and saying, Hey, will you tweet this? Cause you have a platform kind of as a shitty pitcher. Yeah. I also like his defense. His defense was that United provided the popcorn. Well, and three, the flight attendant. I don't know. We don't know their end of the story here. Just fucking let it go. (laughs) Am I wrong for if if I was, I've never been a flight attendant. So I guess, I don't know. But if I was, and there was a pregnant woman with her two small children and they were, there was like a little mess of popcorn. I would probably just be like, oh, that sucks. I got to figure that out later. Oh, well. I don't necessarily disagree, but I am more on the flight attendant side than I am on Anthony Bass's side, but I'm a champion of the the worker common man. You're a, you know, millionaire. No, I'm a thousand percent more on the worker side than anything to where it's like, dude, really? Are you like, seriously, don't one, don't complain about that Two, Just clean up after yourself. But if I would probably, if I was a flight attendant, I would have, if anything, been like, hey, can you clean that up? And if she was like, no, oh my God, what the fuck? I would have been like, okay. Jesus as, as a guy who has cleaned up a lot more popcorn between the two of us, ha- having worked at a movie theater, no. I, you don't let that slide. But the flight attendant wasn't the one cleaning, them up, cleaning it up later. What? They send somebody else in to clean it up. No. They like vacuum. They have like a little vacuum one. It's probably like the new crew or something like I'm, that. Like I'm pretty sure that they whoever's flying, who's ever flying out of the plane next, but I'm assuming that they do something. I'm pretty sure there's like custodian people who just work at the airport and they just go from plane to plane. Well, it depends on if they're having a flight immediately, right? Like, like when you I know, flew out to Florida earlier, like they deboarded the plane and then told us to get on. They refueled and hopped on out. Like I never saw a cleaning crew go on it. I think the flight attendants just cleaned it off. More than anything, this this is a good illustration that with working class people or service industry people, rather, I, I guess if you're on the other end of that, if you're the, if you're the woman with the kids, it would be a little inconvenient for you to clean that up. And then you go on with the rest of your, day. that person's on the plane all day. They're at work. They're doing their job. I feel like they should be the one calling the fucking shots. Not you being like, Oh wow. That's really going to be a bother for me to do that. And again, if, you are that concerned about your pregnant wife traveling with, you know, your two other small children, hire her a nanny to help them out. Yeah. Or instead of. Texting, you live in Canada. You have no healthcare expenses. True. You can afford a nanny. 
Or just, I feel like also another solution could have just been tapping the person next to you as the pregnant woman and been like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm pregnant. Can you, would it kill you to, would you mind picking that up? There would have been probably five people on that plane who would have jumped at the chance to be like, oh, I, I, right, of course, miss. And, you know, help help the pregnant woman. My last my last uh, comment on the situation, uh, also really funny they tweeted out, thank you everyone for the support. There was not a soul supporting him in the comments no. of the quote tweets. If anything, the, the only the closest thing he got to support was people being like, what? And even then, nobody was giving him any sort of... Because at first, I also thought he was on the plane, which would have been the most ridiculous thing ever. Yes. If he was taking that, that would have up there. That would have been up there with the level of that one guy. With the snow uh, shovel? Yes! Yeah. Uh, like, my wife shoveling the driveway after working a full shift as a nurse. Think I'll make her some breakfast. Like... Get the fucking shovel. <laughs> Do both things. <laughs> so so funny. Uh anyway, Jordan, you asked me, you asked me to include this one in quick hits. Um, so I want I want to talk about some. The Royals got one hit the uh yesterday. Yes. It's just the 32nd time in club history the Royals have been held to one hit. The last time was August 19th. 2020 against the Reds and Jordan. Correct. You might you might remember what that game. There? You might remember that game for a different hit, folks. Because I pride myself and think of myself as a man of faith. As there's a drive deep into left by Castellanos. So Jordan sent me this tweet, said, clue this in quick hits. I'm calling it now. It's time to bury the hatchet and bring welcome back Tom Brenneman with open arms. That's exactly nope. what Jordan told me. Nope. He said, I think it's a poetic ending. He did nothing wrong. It's time to bring old Tommy boy back to the booth. That's exactly what he said. Word for word. Bar for bar. No. I saw that tweet and I was like, oh, that sucks. And then somebody pointed it out. And that's just really funny to me for some reason. I'm more curious on who the other person who has that tweet bookmarked is. (laughs) Because it just says two bookmarks. (laughs) The bookmarks feature is wild. It's I so wild. Terrorized by it. I think it's hilarious, but I spice his man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like the the Demar Hamlin tweet uh, by Schefter, it's got twenty one bookmarks. I'm like, what are the other twenty people doing with that? <laughs> That's surprising. That one only has twenty one because any video or any tweet with a video or photo of an even semi attractive woman will have more. <laughs> bookmarks and it does likes <laughs> uh, it's 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 an absolute chaos feature and the only improvement uh to the site that elon has made i will give, yeah, I will it's, give it's, it's the only funny thing that elon's done yeah uh jordan i saw you retweet this one but i liked it so i'm stealing it uh this is from lucas harkins at hardwired sports they tweeted out heart a random fact of the day jordan they specifically said jordan it was weird uh two players in all of college basketball met the following criteria last season. They were freshmen. They play the more, wait, what? Greater than 25% of minutes played. What does that mean? For their team? Oh, that was worded very poorly, Lucas. They, yep. play, they played They played a quarter of the time. Yeah, they should, should have just said that instead of whatever. Right. A 2.0 or better assist to turnover ratio and a 56 uh, or better percent true shooting percentage. Jordan, who were those two players? Those two players were Braden Smith and Braden Smith. No, 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 no. Two players, Jordan. 
Oh, that's B-R-A-D-E-N Smith and B-R-A-E-D-E-N Smith. There you go. That they is... got to transfer to the same school. Yeah. Is there it's like, like how it's like how the uh, Thunder have like three people with the last name Williams. <laughs> yeah. Jo- they have two guys named Jalen. They have two Jalen Williams. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's a crazy stat. That's so a shout out to you, Braden Smith. And hey, Braden Smith, I can't wait for you to develop a little bit better than Braden Smith next season. Hey, hey who do you think is better, Braden Smith or Braden Smith? Uh, I think what's who'd on you, second. Who would you rather start a franchise with? He's on first. Yeah, you're right. What else you got? Any other quick hits? Uh, I wanted to laugh at the Reds. Uh, they tweeted, uh, someone tweeted out that this is the lowest announced attendance in Great American Ballpark history. They did not give a number, though, so that stinks. But in the photo attached, I can probably count everyone here, and it looks like 200 people. I think they probably didn't release the number because there's probably no one there. Uh, yeah, no, there was no one there to release the number. That's so, just the service workers that all came down from the concessions because they're like, shit, nobody showed up. So another Bozo of the Week is the owner of the Cincinnati Reds because remember his famous quote last season, where are you going to go? Yeah. Clearly anywhere else. <laughs> Did you see what the A's fans are doing? Go on. They're doing a reverse boycott. They're, there's like, they're, they picked like a random Tuesday game against the Reds, I think. And they're trying to sell it out to show this team that, you know, we, we're still here. We still care. Yeah, that's not going to work the way they think it is. <laughs> right. It's, it's, inter- it's, it's, a, it's a good point. It's a good thought. But then it's the problem is if the attendance the next day is 7,000. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't blame. They're trying anything at this point. They're, that's a desperate heave by a guy who knows he's about to get dumped for <laughs> a hot new girl in Vegas. Um, I, got, I got one more. What else? What, what I wanted to give the tip of the cap to the Los Angeles Dodgers. They re-signed Andrew Tolls, who has not played for them since 2018 and has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. He's not going to play for the Dodgers, but by re-signing him, it gives him access to the team's health insurance and mental health services, which include treatment for his condition, thus giving him, you know, a much uh, a barrier lifted uh, in his treatment options and much needed right. assistance. Um, so I wanted to give a tip of the cap to the Dodgers since he, uh, since because uh, like you don't get health, like, you know, the lifelong health insurance stuff until you hit like so many years of service right yeah something like that yeah so that's why he didn't have it beforehand so it is great it is awesome but it sucks that it has to happen yes and it makes me think of the tweet every heartwarming human interest story in america is like he raised twenty thousand dollars to keep 200 orphans from being crushed in the orphan crushing machine and then they never ask why an orphan crushing machine exists or why you'd need to pay to prevent it from being used. <laughs> Shout out to at Hoople Blinky for that infinite wisdom. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's cool that the Dodgers did that, but yeah, it just sucks that that's yeah. the world we live in. Both can be true. Agreed. Uh, do you have anything else? Or- that is all I have. I've got, because I've got a couple, I'm fired up on a couple regards here. These last little notes here. One bozo of the week was Anthony Bass. Okay. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Because the other bozo of the week is Frank Ocean. This man does not give a fuck about no. any of us. I thought there was a solid 30% chance he wasn't going to show up to Coachella. I he damn he tried not to, I allegedly. Know. And they were like, Well, no, we're not going to give you six million dollars if you do that. And he's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so for those who don't know, I to really start. 
you 2017 Frank Ocean put out Blonde, and he hasn't put anything out since, aside from some songs here and there. Obviously, a lot goes into that. I rem- he was supposed to headline Coachella in 2020. Show didn't happen in 2020. You can probably figure out why. <laughs> so now, and then they try. They've tried to do it since then a couple of times. They, they might, I don't even remember if they did. Was this? The, I don't think this was the first one back. But they eventually. He's now there now, and he hasn't put out a new album. Still, it's been six years almost. And going into this, he's everybody's been thinking. Oh, you know, he's gonna. Play. He's not going to release new stuff probably then, but he's going to maybe play some new stuff. He's going to. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be incredible. It was supposed to be live streamed. It was going to be an amazing moment because you know he's a very reclusive person. He doesn't perform often, etc. And then the day of, it was announced that he would not be on the live stream. And everybody's like, "What?" Like they're like, "Well, you know, maybe that's there's just some mistake, like whatever." And then. He ended up having, I didn't watch it live because I was very sleepy and it was Sunday night and on the West Coast. And I was going to watch it later, though. I, wa- I saw clips from it. It, wa- it wasn't even a performance. It was just there. He was there. The, the music was playing. He sang like, he actually sang like two of his songs, including Godspeed, which was good. And then he played like, he had like a 10 minute DJ remix set of his songs that he was just like dancing to. And then he played like his three biggest hits. Not, he wasn't singing them. They were playing and he was mouthing along and like dancing along with the crowd. And then he, in the, after the third song, he went on the mic and said, all right, guys, they're telling me that's curfew. I got to go. And then he, he walked off the stage. Just the most absolute worst performance I've ever seen or even obviously didn't see it but heard of i would be so pissed if i was one of the people that went out there because something that i think is lost in the shuffle here he went from or it was on sunday night and so they make you leave by like 4 a.m like they they let you go back and pack up like you obviously don't rush out right away but yeah you can't you don't like go back and get to sleep and leave the next morning as someone who's been there obviously i guess i should include that context they kick you out right away. And so we were so exhausted by Sunday night. Eminem was the headliner on Sunday night. We left early, to go back and nap a little bit. I can't imagine being, he obviously would have been the person I was most excited to see. Staying that all that time for him, getting that, and then having to turn around and drive hours home, dead exhausted. I would have fucking killed. I would have driven to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> What what were your what was your thoughts from what what was your perspective because obviously I'm assuming you weren't watching the it was yes. it was live streamed on Instagram a bunch and so I've seen clips that way. I thought I thought there was like I said 30% chance he wasn't going to show up a 50% chance it was going to be a Frank Ocean hologram and yeah like I no I've never seen someone not I don't I don't think he hates his fans. I think it's no, he doesn't like, give a fuck about us. I he doesn't give a fuck about it, but I also I I think it's like Markel Fultz, how he forgot how to shoot. I think Frank Ocean secretly forgot how to perform or write music. Yeah. So he just doesn't do it anymore, and he's just hoping no one calls him out, and he's going to try to build this, like, prince kind of persona, aura around him. Or when he does make an appearance, it's a big event. It's a spectacle. That's what he thinks he's doing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what he thinks he's doing in his head. He thinks that it's it's all awesome. And to it, to it, to that point, though, it was awesome 
leading up to Blonde, and then he put out Blonde, and then after Blonde, it was awesome. As long as he's as long as he was putting out music and was letting as dropping the veil a little bit and letting us in a little bit, that mysteriousness is awesome. But when you're all mysterious for six years and the only time you're not the only time we see your face in years is when you come out and moon us and flip us off and spit on our shoes. Yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and so apparently, so the damage control came out that apparently he hurt his ankle. And so he wasn't able to perform. He was running around dancing. Yeah, you could also just like stand. Right. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He could have just sat. Anyway, apparently the stage was supposed to be an ice rink. And there were supposed to be ice skaters going around the stage as he performed, which would have probably looked cool. But instead, they scrapped the ice rink last minute. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, wait, Coachella's in the middle of a desert. Shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, it gets pretty fucking cold at night. But they brought out the ice skaters in their costumes. They weren't wearing ice skates. And so if you watch the clips of the performance, there's just a bunch of people walking around like in lines. I think roller skates would have probably just been easier overall. Probably. <laughs> I do gotta admit though, it would have, if he was like in the middle of the stage on like a pedestal, like performing and there were like ice skaters around him the whole time, that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I don't know. And you would have been like, logistically, it just sounds like a nightmare. Right. I don't know. That was, he's Bozo of the week, Bozo of the last six years. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Come on. I don't know, figure it it's also very funny because Coachella is a two-weekend festival. There's no way he's going to be there next Sunday. No. They are, they are nonstop on the phones right now calling Harry Styles, Ariana Grande, whoever they can get on the phone. Like, are you in the Southern California Valley area? I just can't wait for it to be Santana. What? The guy who put it to, to, to do his rendition of the permanent song of the summer. Yes. <laughs> um, worst thing I saw this week. I have to grab something real quick. And when I get back, I think you'll know what it's going to be. Okay. Yeah, because I'll be able to see it. The worst thing I saw this week. Okay. You're holding a Capri Sun. Uh, you might not have seen the suite, maybe. Based the on new Food tone. Friday? What? Is it New Food Friday? No. Okay. Yeah, we're trying out the new uh, Malort flavor Capri Sun. Oh, hell yeah, dude. My people. No. This oh. crossed my desk five days ago. Okay. Going in. Damn near ruined my weekend. From the Guinness World Records account. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. That's fastest time to drink Capri Sun, 10.41 seconds, achieved by some fuck named Andre Ortolf, who's just a guy with money. Because as I found out, you can just buy Guinness World Records. Yes, you have to pay like $10,000 to have an official verifier there. Right. And so, like, you would think that makes sense for if I was, like, trying to beat a record... You know, they bring a guy out and like, oh, if you can do it, we'll authenticate it. You we don't we just... don't we don't play by the rule. We don't play by capitalism's rules yet. Long relief. Jordan, no. I have a timer. You have a Capri Sun. Let's make some magic happen. You said 10.45. 10.41 is the world record. Okay. allegedly. Jordan. You're, you're, you might witness history here, folks. Are you are you are you ready, Jordan? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Oh, he's a mad lad. Straw was already in the pouch. That's that important to know. I don't know if the, what the rules are. Oh, it, it's squeezing. He's squeezing. What do you think? What, what do you think, Jordan? What do you think? I think I got it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you just listened to history. 9.63 on the clock by Folks. Jordan Wolf. He's he's climbed the mountain. He sees the peak. There's no man bigger than him, and there's nothing more shriveled on this earth than that than that loser who paid $10,000 to be exposed as a liar, a cheat, a fraud, a charlatan, any any number of words you can think of. Jordan Wolf is at the apex of his career. I am the ultimate. I hold on. I am the Capri Sun, damn it. I am the Capri Sun God. There you go. Uh that was fucking that. easy. I think I could beat that. I yeah, I bet we did it again. <laughs> <laughs> What is your uh, Capri Sun? I bet I, I bet I could get sub eight. What is your Capri Sun flavor of choice, by the way? I mean the the like the like kiwi one, kiwi strawberry or whatever. The really, I went with the uh, Pacific Cooler. That's not like a flavor, though. I don't know. I, do, 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 do we also verify if he had the straw in the pouch before? I don't know when they started the. We'll count. Timer. We'll say. We'll say. We'll say. Straw and pouch because sometimes that little fucking piece of plastic's hard. Yeah, no, it does look like maybe I have to do the pouch, but I think I could do. I, we'll hey, do it again. hey, we'll do it hey! Again. As long as you're respecting the pouch, right. respect it. Yeah, let's take a moment of silence. To respect the pouch. All right, now give me a timer again because I'll even do it with the okay. straw this time. Okay. Three, two, one, pouch. Oh no! Redo it. Redo it. <laughs> Well, it's it slipped all the way off. No, no, turn those lights off. Turn those lights off. Yeah, now, now I got bright. the yips. <laughs> too bright. All right, three, two, one, go. Straw is already in. He's going. He's sucking. He's 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 a man who's never sucked this hard before. I didn't think it possible to watch Jordan suck harder. Nine, five, six. He's a madman. <laughs> And that was with the straw going in, so that was even a better time. <laughs> That's easy money. Suck it, Andre Ortolf. That is easy money. Oh. That is not a world record. <laughs> it's like saying I just I just ran a six minute mile, broke a world record. If no, if you are more in, if you are interested further in the uh, deceptive nature of the Guinness World Records, I highly recommend watching. H bomber guys video about the Roblox oof uh noise. It's a like an hour and a half long, but I it is it is the seal of approval from uh long relief. Agreed, sure. Well, cosign. I don't know why. Uh I'm probably gonna regret that when that guy gets arrested on quadruple homicide. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I tell oof, you, am I right? <laughs> I tell you, I I'm not sure I'm gonna buy any more Capri Suns for another i don't know decade but they sure are tasty well i kind of want to I'm, I'm, right uh, I might have to race you in the in a Kool-Aid jammer off ooh a Kool-Aid jamboree if you will and now part of that would also be you have to chew the top off oh yeah yeah that, 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 nothing 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 felt tougher as a kid than like ripping all those off with your teeth spitting it like you're at a, at a western bar yeah. you know just ruining your teeth <laughs> Uh, but I also do have to call out Jordan Wolf here. Uh, he's running scared. What you want? He, I sent you. I sent you the uh, the fact that they're out there looking for people for Creator Clash Three. Bitch, step in the ring right now. I, I would love to. I Me, would love to. 
Meet me in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Hey, the contract gives between you, us probably. Jordan, the contract may give you three rounds. I'm only giving you one. I'm only. I'm not even going to let you step foot in the ring. You're going to faint when you see me step into the arena, kid. <laughs> I would love nothing more for us to be a part of a charity boxing match. <laughs> I would put you on the fucking dirt. There'd be two hits, me punching you and you falling over. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Kids um, I need it. <laughs> Riddle of the week. Riddle of the week. Now, this is funny because it's something I want to do to you. Not really. Don't use that as any. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. Don't use that as any sort of information for the riddle. That's just my, that was a joke. You'll see why. A woman shoots her husband. <laughs> tread lightly. Tread lightly. <laughs> a woman shoots her husband. She plunges yeah. him underwater for several minutes and then hangs him. Afterwards, they enjoy a lovely dinner. How is this possible? She shoots him, drowns him underwater, as opposed to above water, and then hangs him. Yes. And then afterwards, they enjoy a lovely dinner. How is this possible? She's a time traveler. Yeah. Um, It's one of those scenes in movies where they're recorded in reverse. Right. Uh, She shoots him. She took a picture of him. Right? What? She took a picture of him. That's shooting him. Are you is, are you guessing? Or Hold you... on. I'm trying to figure out. Dunked him underwater. Like, gave him a bath. So she took his picture, gave him a bath, and then, like, hung up his hung up his uh, shirt to dry. After, after, his towel up to dry after, after the bath. <laughs> is that your guess? <laughs> I don't know. She shoots. Is it all one continuous action? Like it's one answer. It's not like a three-parter. I mean, it's all part of, yeah. I mean, yeah, in a way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's multiple steps obviously, but it's all part of one thing. Yes. Okay. I think that this is like a Wiley Coyote roadrunner type relationship. And she's trying to collect the life insurance, trying to, you know, make it all look like accidents, you know? But they just keep getting out of it, so they just give up and have a nice dinner. And this person is just magooing his way throughout his day. Yes, I will repeat the riddle. A woman drops an anvil on her husband's head uh-huh. from 200 feet high, and he gets and he gets a real big bump on his head and goes. Yes, it fits under his hat. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, and you think your job stinks? <laughs> a woman shoots her husband. She plunges him underwater for several minutes and then hangs him. Afterwards, they enjoy a lovely dinner. How is this possible? Her husband is... She's married to a pumpkin. A cat with nine lives. <laughs> I, 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 know, I got no clue. You give up? Yeah. I'm going to give you a partial credit here because you said something that's that's sort of right. Okay. A woman shoots her husband. She plunges him underwater for several minutes and hangs him. Afterwards, they enjoy a lovely dinner. What happened? She took a picture of him and developed it in her dark room. You know I was right. Happened? You know, you left that part out. I mean, you could have stopped me. That's why I said partial. I, I, did, hey, I said multiple times, is that your guess? And you didn't say yes. Well, because you were like you were laughing as you said it. thus making me double guess it. I said I, you get partial credit. You get partial credit. Oh, you didn't say that. You didn't specify. You said he takes a 
picture or she takes a picture of him and then gives him a bath and oh, then hangs like, up yeah, his towel yeah, after yeah, the bath. Gave him a bath. That's not the same as taking a picture and putting the dunking the photo in the dark. Have you room ever done it, Jordan? Have you up. ever done it? No, I have. I don't think I it's took anything photography like... in high school. And we had a dark room in my high school, and I and, developed photos. And afterwards, did you give a bath to the subject of your photo? Yes, because one of the photos was my dog. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you win this round, Ashleman. I am always technically correct. I will you, find out a way. <laughs> you win this round. Oh, well, fuck, I guess uh, that'll do it for us here at the Longer Leaf Podcast, unless you've got anything else for us. Uh, oh, God, there was something. What? Oh, I went and saw Mario. Oh, yeah, let's let's talk about it real quick. So that's uh, the end of the podcast. If you haven't seen it, thank you. We'll see you next week. Otherwise, do you agree this movie should have been longer? Oh, it should have been longer, yeah. I mean, it very much felt like a, let's do this. All right, we're done. Oh, we got to do this. All right, we're done. Let's go do this. All right, we're done. It's over. Well, it also felt like they were like, wow, this movie's awesome. And cut it off. Second movie? Okay, good. Yeah. Because they probably could have kept going. They certainly could have kept going in terms of a story. And, but- and, and, and to be fair, to be fair, I see both sides of the art. I, I see both sides of the characters here. If I'm Bowser, I too would try to destroy the world if it meant Anya Taylor-Joy uh, had to marry me. <laughs> True. So I agree. I understand. I I I was watching Bowser and like he just like me. He's I, just I like burn, me. I too would blow up the planet if it meant Anya Taylor Joy would, would marry. I me. would I would burn kingdoms for Anya Taylor. Oh yeah. I don't care. Dude. Also, my, uh, why were the penguins in charge of guarding the star? Right. How did they get it? That, and also, that, if I'm the penguin, I'm eating the star the second the fire ship shows up and I'm in my castle of ice. True. <laughs> I really thought they were going to do something there. I guess a woman really makes a, tur- a turtle come out of his shell. Peaches, 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 peaches. Uh, shout out Jack Black. Who's Jack Black put his whole fucking Bowsussy into that movie. He did. He did. That movie, that he fucking snapped. Chris <laughs> Pratt was okay. I mean, none of the voices were like bad. No. But I still don't hear Keegan Michael Key though in Toad though. I just don't. Oh, I, if you hadn't told me that was him, I wouldn't have heard it. He was fucking modulated as shit, which makes sense because it's Toad. But... Yeah, but like, why pay for him then? Because <laughs> uh, no one's gonna be like, "Yo, they didn't get the voice actor for Toad I wanted." I'm not seeing this movie. I don't know. They slightly really the point. A lot, a lot of that was just slap. They could have gotten much better voice actors, but they wanted to slap big names. On. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. That, I feel like that was more Nintendo than Illumination though. Yeah, good movie though. Yeah, solid movie. Uh, what uh, what'd you put on? Let- what'd you give it on Letterboxd? Oh, I, I totally have a Letterboxd. Uh, oh, that makes you feel bad. No, <laughs> that makes you feel like a nerd. A, I would give it an eight out of ten. It's out of five. It's out of five on Letterboxd. I would give it a three point five out of five. Okay, I gave. I also gave it a three point five. Maybe a four. Maybe a four. If it was longer, and if Yoshi was in it. Yeah, did you stay after the credits? Yeah, they're gonna cuck us and make us wait for the second movie. Yep. Lothal. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> that was really good off the cuff. <laughs> um well he's actually here, Jordan. Dan, can't you see him in camera? Come I would I would fucking kill for a Yoshi. <laughs> Just I could ride it around all the time <laughs> to the grocery store. Not on the highway and stuff, probably. It'd be like a moped. Uh, I would I would fly over the highway where he's like kicking his feet. True. 
Where does Yoshi buy his shoes, you think? I think they're part of his body. Oh. I think they grow like toenails. Right. So, like, you think you think there's some Yoshis born with like dunks, and there's some Yoshis born with like yeah, and some of them have a star on their chest, a star belly's need. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the 72nd episode. That's at least the fifth time the star belly sneeches uh, came up uh, in this podcast. This As is- they should. Not enough. Damn it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the 72nd episode of the Long Leaf Podcast. I don't know about Josh, but I think I can speak for both of us when I say we love each and every one of you. And when I say we appreciate you for tuning in once again to hear us drone on about random crap and drink free some. My belly's kind of full now. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. Give us five stars. Give us a good review. Send that to Josh for your $5 Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Follow us on Twitter at LongLeafCast, at by Jordan Wolf, at Ashley Josh. And hey, we'll see you next week for the NFL Draft, I'm assuming, preview show based on the calendar of events. Live boots on the ground now. Uh, I, I might go to the draft, but we'll be back before then. So we'll see you then. We love you. Take care.